Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good Tuesday, everyone. We are looking at the topic, What on Earth Am I Here For? And we are seeing that the Bible gives five purposes why we're on this earth. The first purpose we found is that we were created for God's pleasure, and He wants us to know Him and love Him back. And the Bible word for this is worship. So God's first purpose is worship. The second purpose that He put us on earth for is that we were formed for his family. God wants us to love and get along with his family. That's the local church. The biblical word for this is fellowship. So the second purpose that God has put us on this earth for is fellowship. The third purpose that God has for us is to become like Christ. He wants the character of Christ to be formed within us. And the biblical word for this process is discipleship. And last week we saw that God uses different means to produce the character of Christ within us. He uses troubles, he uses temptations, he even uses the wrongs that were done towards us. But if we will trust him and put him first in our life, he promises to work all of these things together for good. Now I want to go on today and look at the fourth purpose that we were created for. Now let me introduce this aspect to you by talking about Elvis Presley for a moment. This man had enormous success while he was living and continues to this day. In fact, just a couple of years ago, they released an album of his greatest hits and it was number one on the charts. It is incredible the sustained popularity that he had. But he was a very gifted man, a very talented man, a very charismatic man. But in spite of all his success... His friends tell us that he was a very unfulfilled and unhappy man and he died of obesity and dependency on drugs at age 42. Now his wife Priscilla said this about him in an interview and I thought this is so revealing and this is what I want to use to show you the fourth purpose that God has for us. Priscilla said of her husband Elvis, Elvis never came to terms with who he was meant to be or what his purpose in life was. He thought he was here for a reason, maybe to preach, maybe to serve, maybe to save, maybe to care for people. That agonizing desire was always with him, and he knew he wasn't fulfilling it. So he'd go on stage, and he wouldn't have to think about it. Now, this is not my words. This is Alice's wife's words. She said that he always had this sense that he was meant for a purpose, that he should be doing something. She said maybe it was preaching, maybe it was serving, maybe it was saving, maybe to care for people. You see, Elvis grew up in a church and at one point had committed his life to the Lord. But then as he grew and his talent began to be expressed, he moved into the secular realm and he became a tremendous success. He used his talents, his gifts and abilities for himself. But Priscilla said he always had this sense that he was created for something. There was a purpose in his life and he wasn't fulfilling it. 
And even when he went on stage, it was just a means of trying to mask that inner desire to do something for someone else. You see, what Elvis was missing was the fourth purpose that God created us for. And that fourth purpose is to serve God by serving others. God's fourth purpose for our life is to use our gifts, talents, and abilities to serve others. Ephesians 2 and verse 10 says, We are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. We were put on this earth to make a contribution. We weren't just put here to consume. So many people are concerned about how long they're going to live. But you know, the Bible isn't overly concerned about how long we live. It's concerned about how we live. You see, it's not the duration of our life, but it's the donation of our life that God is concerned about. God has an assignment for our life. He wants us to do something. And he has made us and equipped us to be able to do it. Listen to Job chapter 10 and verse 8. It says, Your hands shaped me and made me. God shaped and made us. Each and every one of us is made unique. As someone said, each one of us is unique, just like everyone else. Now that's a strange statement, but it's absolutely the truth. We're all unique, and each and every one of us was made unique. Nobody has the same fingerprints. No one has the exact same set of gifts. We're all different. And this verse tells us that God has shaped us, just as a potter would take a lump of clay and begin to mold it and shape it into the vessel that he would want. This scripture tells us that God has taken our flesh, which is clay, and he has shaped it and molded it and made us exactly into the shape that he wants us to be so that we can fulfill the purpose that he has for us. You know, this word shape is an interesting one. We can use it as an acronym, and we do in our own church as we go through classes that help people to discover their gifts. And it simply uses the word shape as an acronym, S-H-A-P-E. And S stands for our spiritual gift. Every person that is a believer, everyone that has truly been born again, God gives a spiritual gift to that individual at that moment of conversion. He's also given us a certain kind of heart, a heart's passion, something that stirs us and moves us, something that grips our attention and we can't get it out of our mind and we want to move and remedy it and make it better. That's your passion. That's your heart. God's given each one of us a different heart for different matters. And then thirdly, he's given us abilities. Some people are good with numbers. Other people are good with words. Some people are good with their hands. Other people are good at writing. You see, each individual has hundreds of abilities. And then he's given us a certain kind of personality. Some people are task-oriented. Some people are people-oriented. Some people are extroverts. Some people are introverts. God has given us a certain kind of personality. And no one personality is better than another. They're just unique. They're different. And God has given us the particular personality that we have in order for us to fulfill the ministry that he has for us. And then the last letter of this word shape is experiences. We have all gone through experiences of life. Some happy, some sad, some painful, some exciting. 
and each one of these experiences shape us. So all of these five elements, spiritual gift, heart's passion, abilities, our personality, and our experiences, all combine together to make us the kind of person who we are. And Job 10.8 tells us, God's hand has shaped us. You see, you're not an accident. You're not the way you are by chance. You were designed long before the foundation of the world. God knows who you are. He's put you on the earth with a certain set of gifts and abilities, and he has a purpose for doing it. Now, here's a very, very important point. Your gifts, your talents, and abilities weren't given to you for your benefit. Listen to 1 Peter 4 and verse 10. Each one should use whatever gift he's received to serve others. Your gifts and abilities weren't given to you for your benefit. They were given to you for the benefit of others. Now this is the life-changing insight. This right here, the gifts and abilities that you have are not given to you for your benefit. They're given to you to serve others. But many people don't act that way or think that way. They think that their gifts are given to them to fulfill their dreams, to make them successful, to give them prestige and recognition, to help them make a lot of money. Isn't that why we have our gifts and abilities? Isn't that how we are to employ them? To fulfill our dreams? No, the Bible says that's not what it's for. They're given to us to serve others. Now you see, this was Alvis's dilemma. He had amazing talents and gifts and abilities, but he used them for his own success and his own status. And as a result, he felt unfulfilled. He felt empty. It no doubt caused him to reach out and abuse drugs as he tried to suppress this God-given urge within him to minister to others. You see, self-esteem does not come from success or the gaining of status or having a large salary. Self-esteem comes from service, using your gifts and ability for the benefit of others. It's simply meeting the needs of others. Now, there is a biblical word for this, and that biblical word is ministry. If you want to sum up the fourth purpose for our life in one word, it's ministry. You see, if you want to look at the words in the Bible, service and ministry are translated from the same word. They mean the same thing. So, every one of us, God has called to the ministry. When I grew up, I had the understanding that only certain people were called to the ministry. That would be pastors or evangelists or missionaries. I never had a sense that every believer was called to the ministry. But that is exactly what the Bible teaches. So we have to reshape our thinking on this. See, when we think about the minister in the church, well, we're thinking about the pastor. And so we realize, well, not everybody is called to be a pastor, so I'm not called to the ministry. But God help us to see that we have a distorted picture of ministry. It's not just someone that we call and hire in the church to do ministry, and we call him the minister. No, each and every believer is called to the ministry. You are a minister. Every man, every woman, every young person, every child, if you're a believer, you're called to the ministry. 
A simple definition of ministry is using your gifts and ability for the benefit of someone else. This is the fourth purpose that we were put on earth for. God created us to do this. And until we do, we will never have a sense of fulfillment and satisfaction that we long for. And so I'm praying that we will embrace this purpose, that we'll have a new goal and purpose in our life, not to live for our own self-satisfaction, but to live for the benefits of others. And when we do that, we will have a sense of contentment that nothing else will give. Well, we've just begun this, and our time is up, but we'll continue tomorrow. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. We would love to have you join us this Sunday for one of our services. The times are 9.30 and 11.30. Just go to our website at kwcf.org to register and to check out all our other activities. We have events for children, youth, and people of all ages. Our mission is to connect people with God and each other so we may fulfill our purpose in life. Till next time, may God keep your life in balance.